0: entertainment, inspiration, and building community. This is The Soundtrack of Savannah. This is your Savannah Philharmonic. Welcome to The Soundtrack of Savannah. I'm your host, Dee Daniels, and you are in for a treat today. I'm sitting down with the regional president for United Community Bank, and we'll be going over my finances a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Possibly uh, He's also a board member With the Savannah Philharmonic And often called The most interesting guy In the room Mason Waters Welcome to the show
1: I'm excited to be here Thank you for having me Also though I have listened To the previous guests You had And I realize I'm completely unqualified To be up here on this <laughs> And I think if Somebody's made A horrible mistake By even extending The invitation
0: Well it might be A happy accident By the time we're done I'm not sure um, I do have some some Paperwork I'd love For you to look at before Sure we absolutely. Go, though, So that would be great You have such an interesting Background and and you do so many interesting things and I really want to to dig into all of that. Um, but first, I, I want to say you know with United Community Bank, you guys were a, a proud partner and sponsor with the uh, fill the neighborhoods that we just wrapped up and absolutely what a success,
1: absolutely success and actually coming again in the spring, we're excited about it. We'll be the partner next year for that as well. Oh yeah, it. it It was one of these things that was just a no brainer for us because it completely aligns with what we want to do as a community bank, which is try to be involved in our communities. And and recently we set up a foundation and one of the pillars of our foundation is the arts and, and furthering the arts in the communities that we serve. And so it was very exciting for me when I saw that opportunity to say, yeah, you want to bring the Philharmonic out into the neighborhood? That's exactly what we want to do.
0: Right. Right. And, you know, I I, I had the opportunity to attend the one at Burnside mm-hmm. and just the energy of the crowd. The community is so appreciative, you know, to be able to have not only it's a free concert, but at the same time, just to have that level of music for the night, you know, in the community, there was just dancing and People bring in their picnic and, you know, it was just
1: great. Listen, there was it was at the one Burnside. I was there. uh, And if you don't know where Burnside is, it's a neat little community. But literally running alongside Burnside is Moon River. Right. And we're sitting out there and the cicadas are starting to chirp and the sun is going down. And all of a sudden, these guys from the Philharmonic launch into this Johnny Mercer medley that ends up with moon river when I am, if I was quiet enough, I could hear the moon river. It was magic. It was one of these, I mean, I've, I've been able to witness and fortunate to witness a lot of cool moments, uh, with live music. And that was one of the coolest I've been a part of just to know that that's where we were. And this is what we were listening to. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah, it really was. And you know, there were uh, this cute little uh, older couple dancing on the tennis courts. Sure. And, I mean, it, it, and I'm pretty sure it was during that whole whole section. And it was just like, I, I don't know, I could have watched them for two or yeah. three hours. Yeah, It was great. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so huge success. And I can't wait for the uh, fill the Neighborhoods to continue. So many cool things coming up, Fill the Park and and mm-hmm. just tons of great concerts on the way. Um, Big musical background for you. Did that bring you to the Savannah Philharmonic? How did you end up there? You
1: know, I don't know if that's what brought me there. Um, I tell you, one of the things that hooked me was the the fill the park last year. I was there for that. And uh, I had uh, been fortunate enough to meet Amy, the executive director earlier, and she kindly invited me to come be a guest there. And I came and I was just blown away by everything they were doing. And, and, and laughingly, I, I've spoken to her many times about that event and, uh, some of the, some of the things they're doing and how they can trick you into, uh, or suck you into their, their sphere there and, uh, with what they perform at Field Park. And it's great. And so, um, I, I just kind of struck up an interest in a, a friendship with those guys. And they very kindly asked me to be a part of the, the board of directors, which I jumped at because I'm, I'm fascinated with how that whole process works, how you, have managed to herd 80 cats together to create something magic once a month at the Lucas. It's just, it's just wonderful. I'm happy to be a part
0: of it. Yeah. And you know, it's also all of these great personalities coming from so many different places, you know, all of these musicians and, and all of these artists are, are uh, a lot of them also, you know, playing in other States and yeah. other countries. And, yeah, yeah. and it's, it, So to have them here for a moment is really cool.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. It is. And that's also another one of the things I found so fascinating. And it's maybe it is. And you alluded to the fact that I I, I am a musician. I'm a musician of a different type. I'm your basic kind of corporate party band rock and roll guy uh, that you've seen a million times. However, I can relate to what these musicians are doing as they are traveling the country, playing these gigs um, and. It, just the to hear their stories and then witness their talent is is fascinating to me. I, I love watching
0: it. Yeah, so uh banker and rock star, yeah. <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. Um explain your background a little bit. Uh explain yourself, sir, because
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um all right, so let's see how far back I can go. I grew up in a family of musicians. My dad, that's the only thing he ever did. He he's never had a W-2 job in his life. He was Musician and he he bounced around from uh, several different major record labels through the sixties and seventies. He's one of these guys that is uh, just uh, an incredible musician and always got just that close. I mean, he had uh, stuff that charted, but never uh, enough to to propel him up into the the, the upper stratospheres as, as some of his contemporaries, but. He was able to make a living and raise a family and was successful in that vein, but I do he was, loved, which was playing music. Well, um, I grew up in that atmosphere and so did my brother. And we ended up starting playing music with him. And now I, I was in his band starting at 11 years old, uh, playing up and down the coast right here in Savannah, down a lot on St. Simon's and Jekyll and down into Florida, uh, just kind of in the southeast. Well, I guess maybe... Um, Watching what that means to be a, a, a musician like he was, I know that it is not an easy life. It is a struggle. There is a, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, so I did go off to college. And when I did, I thought to myself, well, let's see, what would be a practical thing for me to know how to do as opposed to just knowing how to play this guitar? Right. Um, so I got a degree in accounting and it was never my intent to be a, a public accountant. I guess it was just a way I would always know just exactly how broke I was. So I moved to Nashville, Tennessee after college with the full intention of being a part of the music business either as a a performer or in the office side, but with my fancy little accounting degree that I got from University of Georgia. Right. (laughs) Um, The whole time I'm doing that, I'm playing as a sideman in different bands. I I was uh, involved, had a great little pop combo called Without Ruth that did really well Uh, regionally. We got signed to a record label Put out what I think is a great album. And then uh, next thing you know, this is late 90s. This is the realm of Britney Spears and NSYNC, mm. and boy bands and pop bubblegum sugar. Right. And we were more of a kind of a pop rock group, kind of, you know, more of like a Dave Matthews sound, more a little organic. It's It wasn't happening at the time. Um The record label shopped it around and realized that at that time, because uh, I know you from the music business, you might recognize a little company called Clear Channel, controlled all the radio stations at the time. Oh, yeah. And the cost to launch that album nationally was going to be more than they wanted to spend. Mm. And they actually said the words to us, if you guys were a little bit younger. Oh, no. I was 24 years old at the time. If you were a little bit younger. Oh. Well, I fooled around while I was in Nashville with my day job, which was a a finance company that was a part of the automotive industry. industry. And next thing you know, I became a banker all by accident. Um, When it was time to kind of settle down and start raising a family, my wife and I, both from uh, the coast, so we moved back here, started raising kids. I became a, a banker. At the time, that was 20 years ago, but I've always continued to play music on the weekends or, uh, you know, special events during the week. But it's always kind of been a, um, we're a six piece tuxedo band doing corporate events and parties and things like that. Um, I've gotten old too old to do the uh, late nights in the bar rooms. So that's how I've always been a musician. But I messed around and by accident became a banker right. of necessity while I was living in Nashville.
0: <laughs> I think it's a pretty cool story, actually. It's a pretty pretty cool thing to have in your in your bio. It's yeah. like, you know, accidental banker. That's right. Huge and success. listen, my,
1: my dad will tell you just how disappointed he is that yeah. I am president of a bank. Right. I bet. <laughs> He would much rather me be in a van. Yes. Traveling the roads. I mean, that... Of course, it's not true, but he does like to say it.
0: Now, now regionally, he was kind of a big deal, like you said. I mean, I think he you was. know people might remember it. Vic,
1: Vic Waters. Vic Waters. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of been a local legend around here for for many, many years. I mean, he he grew up here in Savannah. Uh, was, uh, well, I I proudly tell people he was BC class of 62, but they kicked him out his senior year. So he actually graduated, graduated from Savannah high, Oh! but it was shortly after that that he took a, he was in a teen band called the Tybee teen town musicians Nice. way back in the day that ended, uh, he ended up, uh, hitting the road, heading to Florida with another Savannah guy named Bobby Barnes. And they formed a band down there called the impacts, um, which made a lot of noise in the sixties there. They were on the Dick Clark caravan of stars and traveled the world with that. And like I said, they had a couple of couple of songs that got real close, kind of got up in the top, you know, 30 uh, on the charts, but never got any higher than that.
0: Right, you know, right. That's he, amazing.
1: He took that into kind of more of a, a rootsy feel in the seventies. He was on Capricorn Records, he was on Capitol Records for a while. Uh, but yeah, he's always been a fixture around here. A lot of people know who he is.
0: So. Yeah. And now a lot of people know who you are. I mean, I brought up your name a couple of times in the last uh, week or so. And people are like,
1: oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, you know, and not not a lot of it was positive. But yeah. uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well,
1: that didn't surprise no,
0: me at all. I'm kidding. It was all positive. Everybody has so many cool things to say. Now, um, you have now a, a musical family as well. So you grew up in a musical family. And now you've you've kind of started to pass batons it I looks do. like
1: very proud of my kids i got a, uh, my son eli he's a senior at uh, savannah arts academy and my daughter georgia she is uh, at, at uh, georgia state in atlanta and they are both big musical theater kids uh they're also good musicians There, i have i have video proof of a show with you know three generations of the water water's family on stage I, my dad on piano i'm on bass my brother's on drums my daughter's on piano and my son is playing ukulele
0: wow yeah, he, he
1: was probably seven eight years old at the time
0: but Chad, wow yeah, so now you guys were also in rent yeah. right yeah. i mean tell me about that wow that must have been
1: fun <clears throat> let me tell you so uh all jokes aside i have been incredibly fortunate to play some really cool things. I've opened up for national acts. I've played in front of, literally in front of tens of thousands of people on stage. And it has been an incredible rush. There has never been a single moment that I have played music that was more fulfilling than about two years ago uh, or three years ago, uh, my kids were at Glen Academy uh, down in Brunswick, Georgia, and they put on rent. And so my daughter was in the show. My wife was working on the sets and doing costumes. And my son and I were in the pit playing the the track. Um, I was on guitar, my son was playing drums. Uh, that production won the Georgia State One Act uh play competition. I got a, I got a ring for a state champion. I'm a state champion. I'm 50 years old, I'm a state champion. Look Finally, at you. yeah, how about that? But I can I, I can I can uh narrow it down to a single moment. We go to this thing in Columbus, Georgia, they have every every year. It's the high school thespian conference. It's called Thesscon. Big deal. 5,000 kids um, converge on Columbus. I don't know. 100 schools come and they, you know, some of them get to perform. Um, we're playing in the River Center, which is their arena there. I guess it's like their in market arena sort of thing. There is uh, There are 3,000 kids in the audience. We're doing rent. I'm playing guitar, Elon drums. My daughter is singing on stage. Uh, and if you're familiar with rent, the big song out of that is Seasons of Love. Mm-hmm. The piano intro to Seasons of Love, anybody who knows musical theater knows that. We hit the opening chord to Seasons of Love and 3,000 kids at the same time go, (sighs) Oh. If you have a Apple Watch... Your Apple Watch will alert you when it thinks you're having a heart attack. Yes, it means you're not moving, but yet your uh, heart rate is way too high. Right. My Apple Watch went off, thought I was. Oh having a
0: heart my god! It was the
1: single greatest greatest moment in the 40 years I've been playing music. It was that moment
0: playing? With oh kids. Wow. Yeah. wow! 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 You're great. right. That's the moment. I mean, yeah. that's you know, everybody knows that yeah. that 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 musical <laughs> moment, that chord. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah the beginning of that so to be a part of like the yeah. crowd feeling that oh I it was, that was great music. and and
1: just to be able to experience that with my family where yes. we as a team all four of us you know nobody's sitting on the sidelines on this thing got to be a part of that um, shout out to josh senior who was the director down there at uh, Clint academy he did a great job with that and then mary monroe who was my musical partner on there she is a fantastic piano player um mary and i as a duo probably did 10, 15 musicals together. Oh, wow. And it was, uh, as anything, not unlike the Savannah Phil or any uh, uh, artistic endeavor, funds are always not readily available. So where you would like to have 15 musicians in the pit, a lot of times it would be two of us and uh, we're covered yeah. as much as we can do. And that just made it even that more exciting. I love doing
0: that. Yeah. yeah you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I think it, it's, I think a lot of, People just don't realize the um, the amount of of money that it takes to put on these things. You know, I was thinking about uh, us all being out at fill the neighborhoods and and it's a much smaller setup than you would see if you walked into the Lucas Theater and, and watched a concert. No doubt. Right. But. I mean, you've still got tents to set up. You've still got equipment to bring out. You've got to have a fan or two. You got to have lights when it starts getting dark, you know. That's there right. there are a lot of things that go into That's right. putting all of this together.
1: Yeah, absolutely there are. And I will tell you that is one of the one of the things that I love about being a community banker is I get the opportunity to help direct funds places into our community where it seems like it would, you know, hopefully Be the most beneficial. Well, because of my particular background and because the company uh, we are we are focused on supporting the arts in our communities. I try to direct those funds in that way. Listen, I have nothing against the little league baseball team, but people are lined up to buy the jerseys for the little league baseball team, which is great. And if they didn't have people lined up, I'd step up and help with that. But knowing that they do. I remember my days in high school band having to sell candy for new uniforms. Oh, yeah. And coming up short and being told, we'll get them next year. Mm-hmm. So, if I have the opportunity to help support, that's what I'm going to do. So, with all the discretionary funds I have, typically I'm looking to try to find a way to plug into the arts. It is expensive. People don't realize that uh, when the Phil has a program and we bring in some storied piano player to do a Rachmaninoff piece. He can't bring a Steinway with him, and we also can't afford to own one that just sits in a closet. That's
0: right. Yeah. So you
1: have to rent that, and that is expensive. But it is important because without it, the experience would not be the same.
0: That's right, and because it is—it's all for the experience. Yeah. and it's all for you know the community to be able to uh, bring their kids, That's and right. you know, I, I mean, gosh, I remember uh, at the Mozart concert, you know, just how many. Families with kids were in the audience and the kids being able to soak that in. That's right. I I mean, and what they're going to do with that is just, it makes me so happy.
1: Yeah. And if there are kids out there, one of them is going to leave that program going, I want to do that. Yes. Yes. And that's the most important thing is we continue generations of people that both love the music, but also want to perform the music.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. All right. You're definitely a man after my own heart playing the bass guitar. Mm -hmm. I I love that you play that. I I play a little by ear, but you know, I don't know. One, one day I'll pick up, I'll pick it up. It's on the bucket list. Um, Do you have a favorite style of music that you play?
1: Gosh, uh, I don't know that I do. What I, I think my favorite thing is just, uh, whatever gets the right reaction out of the crowd. Mm. I love that connection of playing live music. And I, and, and I get an opportunity to play all different t- styles. Um, so I don't know that I would ever be satisfied, you know, focusing on one of those. Um, you know, when I was in Nashville trying to be a rock star, we were playing pop rock and that was great. I went straight from that to playing bluegrass, which was great. Was also a whole different thing. Um, a lot of what I have to do now when I play, because I know that I am being hired by a client, is make sure that I can read that crowd well enough to know which direction we need
0: to go. Right.
1: Do I need to go all Motown tonight? Because if we do, we will. Uh, am I playing for a bunch of 40 and 50 year old somethings like me that grew up in... Uh, you know, in the 80s and I need to go hard on the 80s, we'll do that, too. I jokingly tell people when they ask me what we do, I say, well, it doesn't really matter what we do. We all converge on Don't Stop Believing at the end of the night <laughs> anyway. So it's fine.
0: <laughs> That's
1: true. Yeah.
0: Uh, what a great way to end the evening, too. Yeah. You can never go wrong with that. That's I right. I don't care who you are. Um, even if you're a McDonald's trying to pull out a karaoke song, That's exactly right. go to that one because yeah. it is a crowd pleaser. That's right. Crowd pleaser. Um, speaking of your time in Nashville, I know because you spent so much time there and, and really like got into the music scene there. You know, a lot of people are like thinking about, you know, the the music scene and Savannah and the music scene and, and other places like that. How does it compare? I mean, God, Savannah is just I feel like getting bigger and bigger every year with who they bring in, what, what we do and, yeah. and, and and the musicians coming out of Savannah.
1: Yeah, it is. It is um, the, the neat thing. And. and Having lived here, you know, other than the time, you know, I went on walkabout for 15 years as I went to college and then went to Nashville, but I've been here all my life. Coastal Georgia has been my home all my life. And it is always attracted an inordinate number of quality musicians. Whether you're in a bar room and it's just a four-piece rock band or whether you're going to see Savannah Phil, something about the coast always has attracted these quality musicians. That's the neat similarity between the coast and and Nashville. A lot of people think about Nashville and you're thinking country music. I can tell you that country music in Nashville is what you do between 9 and 5 every day. It is a business. It is a commodity. They're going to churn out this stuff, and that's what they do for a living. When the uh, whistle sounds at 5... Everything you hear afterwards is is open game. You might go see a good jazz band. You might go see, you know, one of the neatest things, and this is uh, uh, something I need to, to talk to Amy about. I, I used to play a dive bar in Nashville called Jack's Guitar Bar. Uh, it was an incredible place. The the guy who owned it was just the biggest musical benefactor ever. If he loved you, he would give you a night, and you had that night for as long as you needed to get your sound together. Oh, wow. Um Prior to us, the uh, it was Tuesday night was his big night. So Tuesday night, prior to my band having the Tuesday nights at Jack's Guitar Bar, uh, there was a little guy named uh, Keith Urban who had Tuesday nights. And he went on to be a country superstar. I mean, this guy's as big as you can get. Right. So this is the kind of bar this is. But the guy loved music so much that everyone, like once a quarter on a Saturday night, he would have the folks from the Nashville Symphony, send over a quartet or send, or send over a five piece or somebody that would come and it was the neatest thing because here you are in what is your typical dive bar, none unlike pinky masters yeah, yeah, and guys are sitting in there and they're wearing jeans and t-shirts and they're drinking beer out of the bottle and they are listening to something magical being played. And the musicians loved it too, because it was also a, a hoot and hollering kind of atmosphere that they're not used to as right, well. Right. Um, I mean, I um, I know that one of the, the things that the, that Amy and the folks at Savannah Phil are uh, conscious of is they don't ever want that experience to be a this super elite experience. It mm. seems like it's a barrier of entry to anybody. It is, there is no barrier of entry. Everybody should come enjoy this. This lowered that barrier even further when you took it. To, uh, can you imagine a, a quartet going to Pinkies and playing something? Right, I think it's a fantastic idea. But it was so much fun to experience that, and that's the kind of thing you could see in Nashville all the time. I would love for Savannah to be a place like that.
0: Oh, no doubt. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I know that that they will have musicians popping up here and there and doing events, and yeah. you know, uh, you know, playing a wedding out of nowhere and, right. and things like that. And uh, yeah, I could see yeah. a little group over at Pinkies that would be. Yeah. Great. That Would be pretty amazing, be actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just cash there, by the way, if you're going. That's so, right. <laughs> just so you know, um, I, I'm so excited for the rest of the season for the Savannah Philharmonic. I think, um, it, it gets bigger and better. And, and you know, Katara Harada and, and yeah. Amy, and they do such a great job, um, along with Paul, you know, mapping out what this is going to be like for the season and they map out so far ahead of time and it's like once we all get to the concert i'm like oh my gosh how did you know we needed this right now that's right you know and it's uh, the brains behind all this just yeah. just amazing
1: it is and when you're sitting there um, and watching the current show or getting ready to watch the current show and and they uh, you know at some point they'll give you the announcements on what's coming up you are already planning on coming to the next one um once you're sitting there and you're thinking oh my gosh they're going to do a, a beatles program or they're going to do rap stand blues like i I am immediately starting to look at my calendar to make sure I've got them written
0: down. Right, exactly. Well, I'm sure I'm going to see you at Phil the park yeah. um, and we'll have to figure out some sort of smoke signal or hand signal. Yeah. So many people will be there. That's right. Uh, so I don't know how we can find each other, but uh, we, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's, if you... Can't attend something else, make it to that. Absolutely, if, because I mean, it's something. It's a spectacular thing to be a part of, but also just to see that many people coming together mm-hmm. in this moment in time and yeah. enjoying this yeah. level of music is just.
1: It is, beautiful. and also I, I, you know, to call back to where I say all roads lead to "Don't Stop Believing." I have completely accused Amy and Kay of. Uh, you know, writing that program out to where, oh, they're going to get you with something. And now let me tell you what it was last year. Uh, it was another one of those magical music moments, not unlike sitting on the Moon River and listening to Johnny Mercer. Uh, we're at field Park. They're doing a, a beautiful medley of some um, of some classic movie pieces that you all recognize. And they launch into the theme from E.T. Oh, And my wife elbowed me in the ribs and pointed to the side and looked up. And a cloud had just cleared a full moon. And you fully expected to see a bicycle go flying Right, past the It was beautiful. <laughs> it was just a moment. It was very cosmic. But I do tell Amy, I said, yeah, I, I see what you're doing at Phil the Park. You mm-hmm. play some really beautiful, sophisticated music. And then you hook everybody by doing Don't Stop Believing Right,
0: the <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they know how to do it. They, they know did. how to put it together. It's amazing. Well, um, can everybody see you play in town somewhere? Mason Waters and the Groove All-Stars.
1: You often can. I don't do a lot of public things, actually, mostly private. Oddly enough, I'd signed a deal yesterday to do probably the first thing publicly that I've done in a while which is New Year's Eve at the Weston on Jekyll Island. So it's about an hour from here, but they're doing a big program down there. Um, so that's probably the next public thing I've got, um, within the region, everything else. I've got some stuff out of town, uh, Gosh, I should have brought a calendar.
0: Well, yeah. people can can get in touch with you. Right?
1: Absolutely. They can find me out there.
0: Yeah. Mason mm-hmm. Waters. Just Google. You'll mm-hmm. you'll find it. Um, and at the same time, I think, uh, you know, if, if someone wants to hire you, now, mm-hmm. now they know. They can do it.
1: So. Yeah, they can. <laughs> well, I will tell you, it's funny. Uh, so prior to COVID, uh, I was probably playing too much. Yeah. Um, and then COVID completely shut me down. Because everything I was doing was a lot of group business. You know, it would be a lot of big corporations coming into some local resort and we'd, we'd go play in a ballroom for them. All that went away. So I have not brought as much of it back on. I'm a little more selective with with how much time I had to do that. But yeah, I'm, it's out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, And, and I'm sure you will continue to play. So uh, you're too much of a rock star not to. And of course, for goodness sakes, go see him over, uh, over at the bank as well. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) United Community Bank, uh, you know, uh, obviously you guys are are, uh, so, uh, such a a huge partner, not only for the Savannah Philharmonic, but just for Savannah in general and the community. And,
1: you know, I'm uh, very proud of that piece of it. I am the the community involvement and as much as we stress that I'll tell you a neat thing that we did recently is a, COVID reminded me of this. A lot of people know that there were, uh, during COVID period, the, the PPP loan, if you've ever heard mm-hmm. that term. that mm-hmm. was a big project that we all had to do. And it was kind of the ability for companies to be able to um, to keep their employees employed, even though their doors were shuttered. So it was a, it was a, a huge yeah. undertaking. I had people working that were 12, 16 hours a day to try to get through that. Well, we yeah. got paid a massive fee by the SBA to do that, um, as all banks did. My bank took every penny of that fee and moved it into a new community foundation that is where we take grant applications and they have to be certain, like I said, certain priorities one of those four priorities being the arts right so we took all that ppp money from COVID that the bank earned and now we're giving it all back um and so it's it's exciting to be a part of that and it's i'm really really extremely proud of united community for doing that
0: yeah and you know i what a, what a great thing to have in our our community i mean and and i i hear people all the time i heard people at, at fill the uh fill the neighborhoods they were like, that's my bank. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: that's, that's great.
0: That's an awesome thing. That's it great. Really I will
1: is. tell you, it's funny what you just said, because I can remember when I got hired by United Community, uh, I came back uh, after having a, a couple of meetings with them. And my wife said, did you tell them you're a musician? I said, well, it, it didn't really come up. She says, don't you think you should have told them that? And I said, well, I mean, if they're going to invest in me and hire me, but yet not drop my name into Google, <laughs> Then that would be completely (laughs) surprising.
0: Bad on their part, (laughs) they did.
1: You know they did. So sure they did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Mason, thank you so much. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you soon at one of the concerts. Absolutely, I can't wait.
1: I'll be there at uh, at fill the park and um, and come up. I'm I'm proud as a board member to, to try to get there early and, and greet people as they come in. So come by and say hello.
0: Well, Mason, hold on to that feeling, mm-hmm.
1: if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, I do. I, do. <laughs> I will not stop, I promise.
0: Welcome to your open invitation to enjoy music with your friends and neighbors. This is the Soundtrack of Savannah. There are so many great ways you can support your Savannah Philharmonic, including giving through the annual fund or to our community music school. You can also show support by sponsoring a season concert or our Fill the Neighborhood series or annual Fill the Park event in Forsyth Park. You can even sponsor one of our talented musicians or host them in your home during the season. Your support and commitment is vital to our ability to perform extraordinary music and present free music education programming of the highest caliber for the Savannah community and beyond. Planned giving from individual community partners to corporate sponsorships creates opportunities for the Savannah Philharmonic to grow and also allows you to leave a legacy, ensuring the organization continues to entertain, inspire, and build community for generations to come. For more information on sponsorship levels and a full list of concerts and community events, please visit us at savannahphilharmonic.org. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and be sure to subscribe to the Sav Phil podcast you're listening to right now so you can be in the know, behind the scenes and center stage at your Savannah Philharmonic.